There's nothing I hate more than the feeling of not knowing, which is basically not being in control of what is coming next. It's a safety mechanism. And I've pretty much had it on lock for my entire life. And not only that, I'm a planner by nature and I thrive on routine. My mom told me when I was a little girl, I put her on a schedule. She was always way more free spirited than I was. She still is actually. And I feel safe when I know what is happening, what's expected of me. And I feel like I have the ability to be more spontaneous with a routine. I know it sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but it's what works for me. Now for all of us, there is a comfort in the known. We find comfort in what we can see with our eyes, what we know is real and tangible. And we're drawn to what we can touch and feel with our senses. I think that's why it's been so difficult for us, for me, for you, to navigate the recent crisis within the world. Suddenly, nothing is predictable. And let's be honest, as much as people say they love adventure and spontaneity, they love predictability and appreciate certainty and safety. Because we know what to expect. We have nice little boundaries and room to do what we want safely, comfortably, the past few weeks have been anything but safe and comfortable. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. There is such a need not only to feel connected, but to really be connected right now. And I do count it an honor that you download these episodes each week. And if this is your first time, hello, my name is Andrea. I'm the host of the Courage Cast. I love talking about topics that inspire us to live more bravely. And I usually try to have guests on the show that have overcome something extraordinary in their own lives because it amazes me when ordinary people do extraordinary things. But today, it's just you and I. And I love the times that you and I get to spend together. We're going to talk about us, you and I, doing the ordinary and the extraordinary. This afternoon, I went for a run around my neighborhood, and I'm just getting back to running after a long winter off. And if you know anything about starting to run, it's a real slow start. So today, I did only two kilometers, but I got out there and I did it. And I was telling some friends through Zoom, because of course that's how we connect now, that I was really looking forward to running today because it was gonna get me out of the house, which is number one, a plus, and also I was gonna do something. And it's been really boring, just working and then connecting over Zoom and watching Netflix. Life has changed so much over the past few weeks. Things that once felt very ordinary suddenly feel thrilling, like going for a run. Who knew? And I don't know where you are listening from today, but winter has been super long. I live in Northern Ontario, and just as spring was about to arrive, because we still have snow on the ground, boom, COVID-19, pandemic, hit Canada, hit Northern Ontario, and it had already devastated many other countries in the world like Italy and China and Spain. And then here it was in our own backyard. 
And navigating the pandemic and the health scares that people were feeling, the change of the seasons from winter to spring and transition of just about everything in our lives has been overwhelming. And when seasons in our lives change, we generally have some idea of what to expect. Here in Northern Ontario, we have a long cold winter. So when the snow begins to melt, it's like that assurance that something new is finally going to take place, new life. And we can emerge from our warm houses back into the real world. Summer in Northern Ontario is beautiful and warm and it is ah, just amazing. But winter, uh, not so much. Thankfully, spring has finally descended here in the north. And I don't know if I could handle all that is happening in the world and winter on top of all of it. A few days ago, I was taking a walk on the back trail and it was muddy and dirty and I was kicking sand all over the place. And as the snow was melting into huge puddles into the road, I looked around and everything was brown. Not a pretty sight. The spring thaw is really messy and if it happens too quickly, it can cause a ton of flood damage. And no one needs that, especially right now. But I'll take the dirty thought if I can hear the birds chirping and have a few longer days in the sun on my face. The coming of spring welcomes new life and a promise of hope. And right now we need some hope because we're experiencing something we've never known possible. An unrelenting virus has swept across the globe and it feels a little surreal, like we're living some Hollywood movie plot. All across the world, people are feeling pain and suffering, and rightfully so, because COVID-19 has devastated economies, healthcare systems, and it has basically ravaged the lives of so many people. I don't think this is something we expected to be spring of 2020. And like the rest of the world, I had plans for myself personally and professionally. In fact, I was in the middle of a rebrand for the podcast. I was getting ready to launch a new program. I was working on some personal things in my life and experiencing some real forward momentum. And all of a sudden that came to a grinding halt. When everything changed, we were all expected to change along with it. And it's changed absolutely everything about the world, about the way we do life, about how we experience our relationships. And obviously we're not gathering together because we have social distancing. It's completely upended dreams, opportunities, and people's well thought out plans. You know, I think about people who've had to postpone their weddings. What an awful feeling to be planning a special day for so long looking forward to committing to another person, and then all of a sudden it's like the rug is pulled from underneath you. Or the expectant moms giving birth or getting ready to give birth who've been hoping for this beautiful experience and then all of a sudden it just feels so scary and uncertain. And so many of my friends that have had to halt their travel plans or leave their jobs unexpectedly or go into military lockdown or have lost finances and feeling the pressure and the anxiety just weighing in on them. And that's not even scratching the surface about what this virus is doing to the health of those that are affected by it. 
thousands of people. I, I almost can't, can't even believe how many people have contracted the virus. A few of them are personal friends of mine. And when that happened, it hit really close to home. Too many people have already died. And I don't even think that my mind can comprehend the magnitude of it all. Okay, so I'm done with the doom and gloom. I'm sure that you have your own story to tell about COVID-19, about the experience that you are undergoing right now, your own personal suffering during the midst of all that is happening. So can we just stop for a moment and take a collective breath and be in this moment together, separate, but together, and be there for one another. This is not the first time the world has faced uncertainty. And it's definitely not the first time you or I have faced difficult circumstances in our lives. I know it all feels like a bad dream, but it is very real. The collective suffering that we are all feeling right now is begging to be felt. And it's okay to have all of your emotions, all of the pain and the anger, to be disappointed and frustrated at what you feel like could have been because that's all a part of grief and grief cannot be rushed or hurried it must be felt and experienced to its fullest the beauty of grief is that we all experience transformation deep within as we go into the layers of grief one thing becomes clear we must embrace not knowing. Not knowing when things are going to get better. Not knowing when life will return to normal. Not knowing when we won't have to fear going to the grocery store and wiping down the cart. Not knowing when we'll have opportunities to gather with friends or to hug a loved one. Not knowing when we'll see each other face to face. Not knowing when we'll be able to swim in the same pool together. Not knowing when we'll be able to go to Saturday brunch and have coffee and pancakes. Not knowing when we'll be able to plan our next trip to New York City or to Palm Springs. Not knowing when we'll get over the financial strain that has been put on our bank accounts. Not knowing when we'll be in the classroom or when we'll be able to commit to one another again. It's not just the big things that we miss right now, like going to concerts or sporting events, although that's amazing, or going to explore art galleries or flea markets. It's the simple things. It's the little things like going to buy a coffee at your local cafe and stopping to talk to the neighbor at the elevator. It's hearing kids squealing in the playground instead of watching them look at the caution tape that is wrapped around the apparatus. It's hearing the sound of buskers on the street corners, taking your dog to the off-leash park. It's the simple things, and we just don't know. This could be a moment in history that defines each and every one of us. And I want to ask you, how will it define you? Your life, your family, your future. That's why I think it is so important to be in this present moment, such as it is, even with the pain, even with the frustration, even with the sadness, because it's an opportunity to get things 
right to reimagine what you want your life to look like. Now, I know that for some of you, that may seem like a really far off stretch because you're just trying to make it day by day. And I get it because I talk to my friends that are homeschooling their kids and trying to keep them entertained as they're sending me Marco Polo videos. And gosh, like I understand the pain that you must be feeling when you can't take your kids to the public parks. And then there are others of you that feel like your dreams literally got put on hold and you have no idea what comes next. And the paralysis has set in. You feel scared and sad and flat out discouraged. It brings up so many other emotions and grief for past loss. And maybe you even feel borderline depressed. And I can't forget my friends that are self-employed. Shout out to those of you who are hustling right now. And I don't even like the word hustling, But those of you who are having to figure out how to make money when it feels like no one's spending money, what to do when opportunities are suddenly taken off the table and how to stay in the game when you feel like all you want to do is binge Netflix and call it a day. Each and every one of you has your own story right now, your own struggle. And I don't want to paint a picture that everything is better than it is because I'm living in the very same reality that you're living in. But I want, no, no, okay. I need to be the voice of encouragement to you right now. If ever there was a time for me to be speaking words of life over you to live bravely, it is now. It is today. It is in this moment. It's not when all of this passes and life gets back to normal and we're back to business as usual. It is right now in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the sorrow, in the midst of the loneliness and fear. It's when you feel the most anxious about what is happening and when you're hearing just the negative from the news, from social media, from friends, from family. My friend, this is not the time to lay down and play dead. This is not the time to be numb to what is going on inside of you. Please hear me when I say this. Your spirit needs to be awakened. You are hardwired not only to survive, but to thrive in times like these. And it honestly makes me so mad when I hear people saying that we shouldn't feel the pressure to do anything. Are you freaking kidding me? This is exactly when we need to be doing things. Because the disappointment is saying to you, it's okay, feel all the feels and then grab some ice cream and just chill out. Don't do that. Don't eat your feelings. Write about them, talk about them, sing about them. Get out a canvas and paint them out. Allow yourself to feel them. The anger may be saying to you, it's okay to be judgmental about how the government is handling all of this. I mean, come on, we all hear the news. And let's just sit and talk about how stupid they are and how we get more frustrated. But for goodness sake, turn on some dance music and dance your way out of your anger. Have a pillow fight with your roommate, throw rocks at the wall. Do something to get it out, to feel it and not internalize it. This is the time for you to dream again. This is the time for you to create. 
This is the time for you to learn about the world, about yourself, about those you love. This is the time to get passionate about what you want to do with your life. This is the time for you to reach out to someone and make amends to reconnect. This is the time for you to be brave and strong. And no, you don't have to do it alone because you're not alone in this. You've got friends all over the world. And more importantly, you can call on God. Now, I don't want to placate you with just a spiritual platitude here. But hear me out. When we allow the divine love of the creator to do in and through us what we cannot do on our own, then it is a supernatural occurrence. We have to trust and surrender this very moment to what God is doing in each one of our lives. Embrace not knowing because God does know and will guide you every single step of the way. Now I have some practical things for you to do. There are three questions that I think would be really helpful for you in the midst of all that is going on. So maybe you want to get out a journal or you want to jot these down in your notes in your phone. They're very simple questions. The first question is, how are you responding? Be honest about what is going on in you right now. There's no judgment here. I'm right here with you. I'm asking myself every single day, Andrea, how are you responding to this? How is this making you act towards your friends, your family, your clients? Your response will tell you so much about what you may need to work out in your own life. And if you're responding out of fear, then you might want to get real about what fears are coming to the surface. Identify them. And if you're responding out of desperation and lack, then you may want to get to the root of what mindset scarcity is doing within your life. The second question is, how are you being? There is honestly no better time to be present than right now because we are on pause. Literally, we have stopped everything. No school. A lot of people are not working. So what is this bringing out in you? How are you being? Are you taking time to look inward? and to get really honest with yourself about who you really are. What do you see? What are you experiencing? And the last question is, what are you learning? What are you learning about those around you? About the world, about your community, your church, your city? Are you giving yourself permission to learn a new skill or to teach someone else a new skill? Many of you may still be working and are constantly adapting to a new normal. What have you learned through this? What is now possible that you didn't think was possible before this? What is the gift of this time? I wish I knew how long this was going to last. In all of this, I've had to get really honest with myself about how I'm existing in the world, how I'm responding, how I'm being and what I am learning. And the grace, oh, just the grace to accept what is, to accept myself is such an important part of it all. Not so that I can give myself permission to do nothing, but so that I don't 
have to do this alone because this is not mine to carry alone and this is not yours to carry alone. There are going to be people that come out of this better, stronger, more resilient. And sadly, there will be others who come out of this like they've been put through the ringer. And it will take a lot more time to move out of that state. But if you acknowledge what is happening in your life right now, you will be better, stronger, braver. Friend, I love you so much. I know that times are tough, but we are going to get through this. I want to encourage you, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what is happening, to continue to reach out and connect, not only to one another, but to me as well. Because I think we need each other more than we've ever needed one another. I am so excited about what is possible in this season for you, for me, for the world collectively, if we will take a look at how we're responding, at how we're being and what we are learning. Make sure you connect with me on Instagram at, at the dot courage cast. I'm also on Facebook at the courage cast podcast. We just began a brand new five day challenge called elevate your mindset. Make sure you jump in on that. You can do so by clicking on the link in the bio. I'd love for you to join us. If you want to sign up, go to andreacrisp.ca forward slash challenge. It's been my pleasure to be with you. Thank you for being with me. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Krillick.